When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium. If you grew up on Disney Channel shows and DCOMs, my time mouse sheen is ready for you to take a journey back to those golden days. Quick! Before the time reaches 8-7 Central! What is up, time travelers? Welcome back to the Time Mouse Sheen podcast with me, Becca Stogner. And me, Hunter Martin. Uh, Becca, what's new? Well, um, this week I watched Xanadu for the first time. Oh, R.I.P. Because, yeah, well, I, we watched Grease the night that we found out Olivia Newton-John died. And then I was like, I really want to watch Xanadu because I've never watched Xanadu before. So. Watch, I need to watch Grease. You do. It holds up. <laughs> I, I mean, when I, when, when I was a kid, I used to love Grease is one of those movies where, um, one, it's the word, and it's the word that you heard, <laughs> and yeah. and it's got groove, it's got meaning. Um, but it's one of those movies that you watch as a kid, and you watch it back as an adult. You're like, wait, they were doing what? Oh, my parents they were would saying always what? make me skip. Look at me, I'm Sandra D. And the scene where Rizzo and Kaniki make out in the car. I wasn't allowed to watch those scenes when I was. Younger. Oh, I don't remember my parents ever like bypassing those scenes, but. You just like as you get older, you're like, wait, Rizzo had a pregnancy storyline, right? And then when they you... see tit and grease lightning, and you're like, oh, <laughs> um, but when I was a kid, um, me and my sister, my little sister, were would like recreate summer nights, oh and uh, you're the one that I want. And if you think about it, um, I was like. Six, no, nine or like seven. And my little <laughs> Those like numbers were so out of order. It was like set. I was like seven, and my sister was like three or four, and so she would be Sandy and I'd be Danny, and she would pretend to have a cigarette. Oh my god! And go like, tell me about it, stud. Well, I brought and that. Then we, I brought that up because you know Xanadu is like it's stupid and it's just a fun good time. It's like a roller skate dance. Just yeah. mess of a movie, but I'm watching it, and in the opening credits pops up choreographer Kenny Ortega. He's everywhere. The man himself on another project, and then of course fitting because on the day that we're recording this, High School Musical Two is 15, along with uh, Phineas and Ferb premiere, and another another thing that we'll get another special little that will that we'll get to, which I'm assuming if you click on this episode. And you read the description and the title. You probably put two and two together, but we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Um, more importantly, the thing we always do on Time Machine is we got to get to something else. And that's a little Disney 411. Disney 411. Hopefully we're not uh, riding the 411 struggle bus this Mm-mm. week. They, they, heard, they heard our complaints last week. They heard the cries. They heard the cries from the fans <laughs> and they're back. Um, first things first, we have a Disney delivery. <gasps> Uh-oh. Adrian Bailon from the Cheetah Girls welcomed her first 
child. What? Oh um, my god. Named... That's I wonder if that's where she went. For where? Shooting Raven's home. Oh. Um, she welcomed her first child with her husband. The child is named Ever James. Ever? Mm-hmm. E-V-E-R. Ever James. Mm. <laughs> so that makes Adrian, um, Sabrina, and Keely. Three out of the technically four cheetah girls, all parents. Wow, Raven. Well well, if she doesn't want if Raven doesn't want kids, that's fine. Um, but technically the all the non all the cheetah all, all the touring cheetahs have children now. Yeah. That's wild. But yeah. Cheetah moms. Cheetah moms. Cheetah moms. Uh I mean it's just weird where we're getting to that point where all of our No. It's isn't it weird to think be like I remember when Adrian was fifteen and But like imagine in another like 20 years or so and we're gonna start getting death news shush jason earls <laughs> after no. jason earls dead at he's, 82 he's for <laughs> but he looks 45 um congratulations to adrian yes we love a good yes. disney delivery um and i feel like the disney stars are having a lot of kids around the same time yes really? they're all around the same age but so far this year we had hillary duff um nick joe adrian oh um alicia rulin kelsey from high school musical oh my god that's yeah. right <laughs> speaking of new this may be a rumor but this is you heard it here first selena gomez is reportedly set to release an r-rated documentary titled my mind and me this year to be released on Apple TV, so a documentary about her. Um, it what was exactly about her? I think like a documentary about her journey and like her career. Thinking maybe like it's a Billie Eilish type documentary that Billie Eilish came out with, something like that. Where it's watch just, it, just the opening frame, just her being like, "I fucking hated Barney." <laughs> I just hope it's not just like a big like documentary about yeah. her like um her her uh makeup line or something. Oh my god. You know what I mean? Ooh. Boo. Ooh, not a sellout. Yeah, you know what I mean? I can yeah. see where it's I need it to be like what happened during Princess Protection Program? <laughs> I need it to be like I need it to be like Demi Lovato dancing with the devil. We need behind the scenes footage of the Miley feud. We need yeah. We need, um, yeah, I need a, I need a dancing with the devil type, maybe. <laughs> um, will you be watching if it's real? Maybe. It's not, it's not confirmed. It's not confirmed. Give me a trailer. Give me a trailer and then I'll decide. Favorite Selena Gomez song. We've talked about this, but. Naturally. Right. Oh yeah. You, you do, you do always say naturally is like the best. It's top tier. Yeah. Speaking of top tier, and this is something that's top tier on Joe Jonas's list. Joe Jonas gets candid about using injectables in new campaign. We can be open and honest. So Joe Jonas has a new partnership with injectable brand Zeoman. Um, 
And so he's just talking about his skincare routine and that he started doing like injectables for his like frown lines in his face. So like Botox. Yes. And he's talking about how men shouldn't be so ashamed about wanting he to take him. Prefer, um, Stop. <laughs> Stop it. They um, should switch partner programs. Joe Jonas can start selling them protein pancakes. He also goes on to say that men shouldn't be so ashamed if they want to take a priority in their skincare or whatever makes them confident. He goes and say, there were all these talks at one point like, oh, men can't do that. Or this is weird for guys to do that. And I think there's a stigma that's fading. And I like that. He says, guys are more openly wearing makeup and it's great to see. It's like, do whatever you want. You know, it's a beautiful generation that we're living in. So, shout out to being... I mean, we all know men, especially rich men and men in Hollywood, do get plastic surgery. Yeah, I just... I feel like he's trying to do one of those, like, this is the real me, like, beauty campaigns. But, like, Botox is literally the opposite of real beauty. Well, he he goes on to say... Well, he goes on to say, like, you do whatever makes you comfortable. And this is making me comfortable right now because I like the way I look. Sure. I mean, that's fine. I don't know. I just am not about to run out and praise a celebrity for being authentic because he, like, is making more money on Botox. No, I think it's more what he's saying is guys don't need to be ashamed if they're like, yeah, I want to get Botox because I don't like the wrinkles on my forehead. I don't know. It's, like, stereotypical, not like a quote-unquote guy thing to do is what I guess he's trying to say. Well, go off, Joe, I guess. <laughs> go off, Joe. Go off, Shane Gray. Go off, Shane. I'm Shane Gray, if you're crying out loud. Um, speaking of Camp Rock, I believe it's time for another... Is it time? Demi Lovato live reaction. We've only done this for Demi Lovato. We have. And I guess it's not a live reaction, because I listened to the song already. Yeah, and it's... Well, then you can do your review, because I've yet to listen to it. Um, oh, really? No, I haven't listened to it. Demi Lovato released their next song off her album, Holy Fuck, and <laughs> it's called 29. And basically, I think it was released because it started getting traction on TikTok, and it started getting viral. And so, Becca, yeah. take it away. What is 29 all about? 29 is... Um... I mean, it's not explicitly about, but it's pretty heavily hinting towards her relationship that she had with actor Wilder, Wilmer Valderrama, who mm-hmm. also dated Lindsay Lohan for a period of time. And Mandy when Moore. She was young. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And the chorus has been making the rounds on TikTok of people posting their stories about when they were dating somebody who was much older than them, like sort of a lot of grooming situations. So... This was a verified annotation from Demi Lovato that came out on Genius Lyrics today with the release of the song. The writing process for this song was very cathartic, very therapeutic, and it's something that I've been thinking about for a long time. I want so many songs on this album to be about taking the power back. Mm. And she is a-belting (laughs) in parts on this. (laughs) Porky Pig came into the studio. <laughs> Porky, thanks for coming in. Bye. Um, you love a good demi belt. Yeah, I 
I'm very fortunate to not be able to really relate to this song, mm-hmm. but I am very happy that like the people that do finally have the, a song like this that's an outlet for them, and it's it's good. It's very simple, but it's very powerful in the little that it does say. Nice. Definitely like the first song off that album that I'm like, ooh, I really want to listen to this and not just be like, I, and not like the other times sometimes when we listen to Demi songs, we're like, Okay, Demi, what's going on? What, what are we in for? Yeah. You know? Okay, so uh, I listened to 29 earlier today, but this is about to be Hunter's first time. Oh, okay. So we will catch you in a second. All right. What are your thoughts? Oh, that was kind of, that was sad. Yeah, it's, it's, it's heavy. Yeah, just because the line that, was finally 29 17 would never cross my mind yeah i i'm looking at like the comments as i was because i obviously watched this on youtube um and she demi lovato pinned the comment that she wrote and said 29 is a record about the wisdom that comes with age damn um wow yeah it's it's not a banger because it's not like a song you can dance to, but it's powerful and like it is an earworm. Yeah, the finally twenty nine. Yeah, it's good. Demi's vocals on the song are great. All right, Demi, you got us. You got us this time. <laughs> please, please keep it coming. Holy fuck, she got us. She, she got us. <laughs> we got her. Um, all right, that was the end of our Disney four on one. All right, well. Uh, you guys know back in the day, Disney Channel used to roll out the red carpet for their nights of premieres. And boy, did they roll out this one. And like we said earlier today, um, Wednesday, August 17th, as we're recording this, is the 15th anniversary of three very important Disney Channel things. One of those things is High School Musical 2, which we covered in a two-part episode back in November. Go check it out. Another thing is the first segment of Phineas and Ferb, which we talked about just recently as well. Go check it out. But there's one of these heavy hitters that we haven't covered yet. And time travelers, that is the Hannah Montana Jonas Brothers episode. A moment in history. <laughs> um, where talk about appointment television. Right. Let's talk about, if we're going to talk about appointment television, let's talk about it. Um, yeah, we are talking about the we're 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 kind of we finally have done the entire night of August seventeenth, two thousand and seven, and we're ending it with the fifteenth anniversary. That is today, the day of this recording, August seventeenth, twenty twenty-two. The episode that we are talking about is me and Mr. Jonas and Mr. Jonas and Mr. Jonas. It was the uh, season two episode sixteen. And the 42nd episode overall. This aired right after the sneak peek of Phineas and Ferb. Watched by 10.8 million viewers. I was one. And just to like put in perspective of like, oh, well, that's just Disney Channel. That's just basic cable. Let me, like, what do you think one of the biggest shows of 2007 was like? Maybe... Like The Office or something like that. Like The Office was pretty big in 2007, I'd say, right? Yeah. So, sure. an episode around that time of The Office 
8.86 million viewers for just one episode of The Office. So the same amount of people that watched The Office regularly at that time. More people, a little bit more people watched the Hannah Montana episode. So that's, but to put that into perspective, we talked a bit about it in High School Musical Sense. That's just basic network TV. This is like cable, where sometimes you had to go out of your way to get it. Yeah. So just imagine if this was on like ABC. The viewers. Did, okay, what, did, what was your initial, take me back to 2007, what was Becca... What, what what was she what was she thinking when she heard the Jonas Brothers were guest starring on Hannah Montana? I was excited. I mean, oh. I didn't. This was still not in the time period where I watched Hannah Montana at all. So I like made an exception to watch it because they were going to be on it. Yeah. And I also was just you know with a lineup like that, your ass doesn't leave the seat. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> I'm gonna get, I'm gonna get sores because <laughs> I'm not moving at all. Um, but yeah, this was appointment television. Like I remember being like, well, I'm, I'm, I'm in for the night. Right. My 11 ele- year old self wasn't going anywhere. <laughs> um, but this was, it was, it's also Hannah Montana's most highest rated episode ever, obviously. And it also marked the first, um, acting, uh, thing that Jonas Brothers ever did on Disney Channel. Wow. Up to that point, they just appeared in like the music videos in between. Yeah, and there's things. a noticeable shift, I think, in their acting from this to like Jonas. Well, they had a, a, a little more years ahead. I mean, I know, but I often say that like on Jonas and in Camp Rock that I think Joe is the best actor out of the three of them. But I think this is his worst performance. I think in this episode, he's the worst actor out of the three of them. The whole episode was very community theater. <laughs> <laughs> but I um, love it. Oh, no. There's like a, it's definitely like a time capsule. Um, but of course, I think one of the biggest things was this episode introduced the one-two punch of a Miley Cyrus Jonas Brothers collaboration. Yes. And then we got a tour. We got a tour out of it. Kenny Ortega cashed his check off of this. <laughs> but, um, and also the lore that is the Jonas Brothers and Miley Cyrus collaboration. This is obviously how they met yes. for the first time. And the fateful this, meeting. The fateful meeting between young Nick Jonas and a young Miley Cyrus. If we didn't have this episode, we wouldn't we, have seven things. And we wouldn't have Love Bug. Because. A cultural shift. Literally a cultural shift. The tectonic plates in California split in two beneath the earth of Miley Cyrus and Nick Jonas. It was Miley Cyrus night on August 17, 2007, because she was also in High School Musical 2 at the very end. She was. She won the fan vote. She won the fan vote, and then she said, you know what? Thank you for the fan vote. I will... My appreciation is I'm going to invite the Jonas Brothers to the Hannah Montana episode. I will never, ever forget, as long as I live, the promos for this episode where, I mean, it's obviously at the very beginning of the episode, but when she goes, sweet mama, it's the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, just like Miley That does. one line, rent-free. Rent-free, sweet mama, it's the Jonas Brothers. That's what everyone in their in their house said that. When they saw that, they're like, sweet mama, it's the Jonas Brothers. That and the line where Billy Ray goes, woo, I love no, the Jonas the Brothers. Brothers. <laughs> they say the Jonas... <laughs> If you're over 21, listen up. Watch this episode. Drink every time they either say Jonas Brothers or Joe Bros or play on one of those. Because that happens a lot in this episode. Oh, my God. So many. Wait, I think this is the first time someone coined the phrase 
The Joe Bros. Joe Bros. That's in my notes. I was like, did this episode coin that phrase? Yeah. Or were the people power. saying it before then? No, people, because... Were people saying it before then? No, because the Jonas Brothers were... They weren't... This was like their first foray into anything. You know, I think the, the lesser known Jonas Brothers nickname that's also coined in this episode is Larry Curley and Mobro. Right. So the the big Jonas Brothers album came out in 2007 and it came out August 7th, 2007. Wow, 10 days before. So this album, the album that came out 10 days before their appearance. So this was all a big marketing scheme, obviously. Well, of course. Um, but that album was the Jonas Brothers titled album and it had Year 3000, Hold On, SOS, When You Look Me In The Eyes, The Bangers. Um, and before that, they had that one punk song. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, the Joe Bros, I don't think, would be coined. This this is what, this is what my, Hannah Montana, the gift well, that keeps on giving. Well, Sweet Niblets, another cultural shift that this episode caused. <laughs> uh, we should just get into it before we get too ahead of ourselves. Right, right. All right, so we open on Hannah Montana at the recording studio. And Hannah Montana is very upset. She is having a shitty. She's having a shitty, as you say. Um, and Robbie Ray is okay. Uh, is this a Robbie Ray is doing a crossword puzzle, mm-hmm. and Miley's just mad because the recording studio time is booked for them, and someone is still in there. And you know, Robbie's like. Oh, Molly, just calm down. Let me do my cross. No, he's like, five-letter word for president or something. <laughs> this is a Robbie Ray heavy episode. Heavy. That's why Mitchell Musa wasn't in it. Yep. Because they're like, we have to give his lines <laughs> Billy to Ray ate up his screen time. <laughs> this was a bad episode for Miley, the Miley character. Right. She was a brat the entire episode yeah but this is a great episode for robbie it's a it's a robbie ray episode man this is robbie ray's moment this moment to shine so Um, miley gets upset and she and she's like whoever is in there i'm going in so she bursts into the recording studio and that's of course when we get the delivery sweet mama it's the jonas brothers but before that you kind of hear what the jonas brothers are working on in the recording studio what are they working on Something that does not track with what I know of the Jonas Brothers. They're like, if you go back and you listen to it as like Miley is like saying, okay, whoever's in here, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. In the back, you can hear the Jonas Brothers go, oh, yeah, yeah. It's so They were recording funny. the transition music. <laughs> why, was Ke- why was Kevin in there? <laughs> he don't need to be singing. Oh my God. But when you see them and Joe has on that like weird He has like a shoelace on, yeah. his, on his head. And then Kevin has, like, emo hair. I love a good sitcom special guest star when the audience claps. Right. I love it. I don't know. Sincerity through my veins. it's Hannah Montana. Montana. <laughs> and then, of course, and then, of course, she goes, Sweet Mama Snow's Brothers. And that's when the perfect combination. It is like Avengers Assemble, this episode. It is kind of weird, like, seeing them on screen together. Could you get a sense, like... Especially when Nick, like, has to deliver the line, you're pretty, to Miley twice. Yeah. Um, but I don't know if this is just because we know it's a special episode. Like, it was an event episode. Yeah. But do you get that sense of, like, this does not feel like a norm, like, 
a normal Hannah Montana yes. episode. Like something yeah. like feels like elevated. I don't know. Probably because like the main focus was like a big guest star. Yeah. And it's one of those things where like every line that they give to the Jonas Brothers as a child, you're going to laugh and think it's the funniest thing they've ever said because it's the Jonas Brothers. Right. Like I, I remember hootenannying at some of these scenes that are like not <laughs> really anything I, to shake at. I don't know. There's something about like watching it. I was like, this doesn't, this feels like it was yeah. intended to be, it wasn't like, oh, we're going to bring these, this new up and coming no, it's, it was an event. It was like, we're going to like, I don't know. There's something about it. But anyway, so the Jonas Brothers obviously freak out because Hannah Montana is there and Hannah Montana freaks out because Jonas Brothers are there and she has Hannah, to give all of their teen magazine descriptors. So she Joe, them. Hannah says Joe is the cute and funny one. Okay. Um, Kevin. Yeah. You tell me if this tracks. Joe is the cute and funny one. Sure. Kevin is the cute romantic one. Absolutely not. <laughs> and <laughs> not in a million years. And she goes, Nick is the cute, sensitive one. And of the course, cute one, yes, sensitive. I d- mm, maybe, but not sensitive in a way of like, oh, he's sweet. Sensitive and like, if you say something to him, He'll he's cry. gonna cry like a baby and kick the back of your seat. Well, whiny baby Nick Jonas, as we coined him before. <laughs> exactly. Oh, and this is the cute whiny baby Nick Jonas. <laughs> <laughs> but of course, when Miley and Nick shake hands, they kind of linger a little bit. I do. Like, you know Miley was embarrassed. They were blushing. They were There's many times in this episode where I could see Nick breaking. I was like, stop, be professional. (laughs) Oh, Nick's acting is not up to par in this episode. (laughs) Well, I think the par is very low. I mean, I know, but just like for other works of his. Right. But in a twist, the Jonas Brothers are just as excited to meet Robbie Ray. They are so excited. Because they love his songs. Because he writes every song for Hannah Montana. When Kevin says nobody's perfect is genius. True. He's right. He's right. You will never in your life hear the phrase everybody makes mistakes the same way. Because everybody has those days. Somebody in a work meeting today said, you know, everybody makes mistakes. And I was just sitting there like, Hannah Montana fan. So, yeah. And then Miley... Still tries to get the attention of the boys, the brothers. Yeah. And be like, okay, yeah, yeah, he's great, but back to me. And then that's when the Jonas Brothers just set their eyes on Mr. Robert Ray. And they ask and, him if he'd write a song for them. Yeah, and then Miley goes, sorry, he only writes songs for me. And I'm saying, you are taking away Robbie Ray's bag of make, right. making more money. That's why I'm like, okay, strike... As we know, we're Miley apologists here, um, even in the Hannah Montana show. But Miley, it was, she was not making a good case for herself in this episode. No, she's not. She was being selfish. Because do you know whiny. how many? Do you know how many writers write for so many people? Like, if you I'm look trying... at Ryan Tedder's jaw-dropping Wikipedia page, you'll see. And it's not like Robbie Ray is a part of the Hannah Montana live performance is like, I'm trying to think of someone maybe in the, in the, in the stratosphere right now that has like, is known for like, this is my writer and that is it. And the only thing I'm coming up with is Phineas and Billie Eilish, but he does other things for other people, right? He also has his own solo music. That's what I'm saying. Well, so did Robbie Ray back in the day. Well, back in the day, but not like actively right now. Until Miley took over his life. And yeah, Phineas works on other stuff and it's like, it's a Billy and Phineas collab. 
Right. I mean, it's it's a Miley Ray, it's a um, Hannah Montana, Robbie Ray collab, of course, but. I'm just saying. You can't tell me Robbie Ray alone penned True Friend. Apparently, in the lore <laughs> of Hannah Montana, he he wrote Supergirl, he wrote Pump It Up the Party, <laughs> he wrote He Could Be the One, he wrote- I'm just imagining um, Billy Ray Cyrus, like, big puffy pen, like, feet swinging, <laughs> like, writing in a notebook. Darling, I'm working on a great song right now. Come hey, on, guys. He could be the one. Hey, he could be hey, the one. Be- <laughs> what do you think about this number? Smooth talking. So rocking. Uh, hey, get up. Get loud. I'm oh, pumping up the party so now. So, Robbie Ray agrees to write a song for the Jonas Brothers, which makes Miley sad. Right. And we immediately cut to a scene of her, like, ripping Lily's hair out of her skull because she's so mad about it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, well, he's probably late because... Robbie Ray's late coming home. That's why she's so mad. Yeah. And she's like, oh, I'm so mad, like... I hope he's, like, fighting with the Jonas Brothers or that they, like, made him rewrite his song. And that's, of course, when we get the iconic line, Woo, I love the Jonas Brothers! <laughs> <laughs> Which I just, I need that clip to just have. I'll get it to you. If I need to use it for something. Don't worry. Don't worry. Um, Great I remember, line delivery from Billy Ray. I remember that was, like, that meme of Billy Ray Cyrus coming into the house going, I love the Jonas Brothers. A lot that was reposted a lot when the Jonas Brothers came back. Yeah. With Sucker. <laughs> I do remember that. People used that. It's a great clip. It's a great but yeah, Miley just gets really upset because now he's spending he wants to spend all his time with the Jonas Brothers. Yeah, and they're having like a good old time together. Yeah. A bromance. Or as Miley refers to it, a Joe bromance. Great coin. Great, just um, absolute pun. great nicknames left and right in this. Yeah, it's a, it's a lot of like, again, Miley's just being very. If I like, I my dad is only for me. Yeah, and I don't know if she's more jealous that he's getting to spend time with the Jonas Brothers, or she's just like offended that they weren't as excited to meet her. It's probably like, that. Yeah, it's like all of it. Now she's like, well, dang. Guess so that's then it for me. We get our B story. Ugh. <laughs> I remember this B story so vividly, and I forgot it was in this episode. So we see Jackson and Rod Stewart putting in a, on... ve- a skin <laughs> painted on wetsuit. And I said, this is inappropriate. Uh, because he heard of some contest where if someone can break the world record for bouncing on a pogo stick, they'll win $5,000. But he has to go for 20 hours. Like, give no. me more than 5,000, please. Right. Please? This is just one of those things where I'm, I think we've talked about where Miley, it seems like Miley's storyline, if you're involved in Miley's storyline, it is planned out. They have a beginning, middle, and end. Yeah. And then when you're in the B storyline, especially with Jackson, it's like, all there, right, it's here, just, just here is scenes. our random Jackson storyline. There's ca- one uh, moment that bowl. it cuts back to when Rico starts messing with him that confuses me to no end, which <laughs> we'll get there. Ja- I'm like, just, I don't, it's just so random what he it's does. It's a classic Disney B storyline. Brother does something stupid to make money. Which, aren't the Stewarts rich? Right, well, Jackson probably doesn't have $5,000 of his own. Yeah, like, but you're telling me... Money. You're telling me Robbie just won't, like, give him some to shut up? 
I don't know. Not 5,000. Like, I understand Miley's technically working for her money. Right. But. I don't know. I just think to jump on a pogo stick for even 20 minutes. I can't even jump on a pogo stick. Me either. But for someone to do it for 20 hours, like, I'd like a million, please. The calves. The calves. Right. So the that's where are burning. that's where we start. And Jackson has like an early version of a GoPro, basically, where he's filming himself oh, through that? his helmet. Jump scare! Jump scare! <laughs> the, the shot of him. Yes, I know it's I, it's very Blair Witch. I saw the Jackson very, Rod Stewart project. Found footage. <laughs> Disney Plus uploads it. What it's if the Pogo was what killed him, and this is like the or, or Rico like let him jump to his death and this is the the footage that they found. Ah! So like we mentioned before that Mitchell Musso isn't in this episode. He is not. He's Where where's found. Oliver? On vacation with his family, I guess. They couldn't have the they couldn't have the Jonas brothers and Oliver. And Jackson and Rico. And Rico. You how you always have to have Robbie Because you also like, have Miley and Lily, spoiler alert in drag at one point so that's just too much testosterone for one episode and they had to leave oliver out of it right because like you have to have miley <laughs> you have to have lily you have to have robbie Wright. those are like the three you have to have i think yeah um jackson i guess you have to have jackson too i guess but it, i mean like if oliver is in the b plot then there's like a lily oliver b plot but if jackson's mm-hmm. the b plot it's if oliver's jackson not part of the a plot you know you know, someone's got to go. Someone's got to go. <laughs> the Joe Bros are here in town. You got to go. So we come back to scheme one Miley, of two. <laughs> Miley deciding to um, dress up like a boy. She wants to like. <laughs> so her main thing is she thinks now that Robbie Ray is spending all his time with the Jonas Brothers, she needs to be more like less. Uh, girly yeah because he's and basically like, just having a very like childhood teenage bro time yeah because so when she, he came, when he came back in the previous scene he was just saying the entire time him and the jonas brothers were goofing around and like playing like and shooting like spitballs at each shooting other spitball, and he's like coming up with a great song because they're just goofing off and just you know yeah, so Miley um, comes downstairs in, like, a basketball jersey with a p- side pony and a baseball cap. Side pony always equals tomboy in the Disney mm-hmm. universe, I think. So yeah. she, like, shoots him with a spitball, and he's not into it. He's like, Molly, <laughs> what are you doing? Billy, okay. I don't know what, was Robbie, like, did Robbie literally, Robbie. They're so interchangeable at this point. I know. <laughs> I don't know where Billy, I don't know where Billy Ray begins and Robbie Ray ends. Exactly. The way Billy Ray is acting in this episode was like he was missing for the entire week and they just found him, but they're shooting that day and they need him to get on stage. There's so they something weird about it. So they literally hand him the script and was like, here, just go out there. We have cue cards for you. Hey, Molly, what'd you do Molly, that like, for? Literally, it's like, I'm trying to work here. And then he gets in like a prank call off with the Jonas Brothers and his like armpit farting into the mic. And he says, LOL. Yeah. Because Nick taught, Nick taught him LOL, I guess. Which, which doesn't seem, that's more, that seems more of a Joe thing. Right, if Joe's the funny one. Right. Nick should be teaching you ooh-woo. Based on the rules Nick, that you gave earlier, Nick should be singing, should be teaching you sad songs. No, what was it? He was like, "Is 
So the Jones brothers are prank calling Robbie, and he's like, "Hello, no, this isn't Tinkle. My first name. It's not Gunner. I'm not Gunner. <laughs> this is the best part. <laughs> when I tell you guys, this is exactly his line delivery, and it sounds like Billy Ray has never known how to speak. You're just—it's cracking me up. This is so spot on. And he goes, Gunner Tink." I'm not Goner Tinkle. <laughs> Joe, is that you? <laughs> and then it cuts to the Jones like, Brothers. What if right before this episode, they were having like a pre-episode party to get to know everybody and Billy Ray hit his head like really hard. On <laughs> like that's what it sounds like. And they were just like, like, well, we only have the Jones Brothers for 48 hours, so we have to move forward. It's like an alien like has taken over Billy Ray's body. It's like, I think this is how a human talks. <laughs> but then it's we so cut weird. to the we cut to the Jonas Brothers and the Jonas Brothers, I guess, only live in the recording studio that we see. I guess, I guess and so. And that's when Kevin and Nick and Dora are like, "We so owned you." <laughs> we so owned you. That's what they said. I For know, me. I know, but I'm just like. Ugh. And so of course Miley, uh, gets jealous and then. Uh, tries to prank call Robbie. And I forget what she says. She says something and he's like, Molly, is that you? Yeah, well, she's like, like right across the kitchen. <laughs> and the kitchen she's not even in another room. Right. And in the kitchen, she's like if you, four feet away. If you know the Hannah Montana set, the kitchen and the living room don't have a wall between them or yeah, a door. Yeah, they're, they're right there. So it, <laughs> he's like, Molly, I'm trying to work here. And she gets Can mad, we... and then Lily just rides her skateboard right well, on because, in. Because now Robbie's like, well, I got to get to the studio because me and the Jonas Brothers are going to finish the song. And so Miley's like, no, 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 like, let's spend time together. Let's hang out. And and that's when Lily Robbie's like. in through the open door. <laughs> literally. What if that door wasn't open? She would have crashed. <laughs> oh, Lily's here. Which is when <laughs> Miley's like, I have to devise a plan to um, to break up the Jonas Brothers and my dad. And for some reason, Lily and Miley both fully change their outfits and are down at the beach before Miley comes up with the no, idea. That's the next day. It's the next day? Yeah, because wasn't it night when he left? It was light outside, I think. I got well, the impression that this was all same day. Well, technically, Miley wasn't going to go out in public in that outfit she was wearing. Yeah, but Lily... Lily's sure. like hair down, full dress, and then she's sitting there at the table on a beach so she can hand Jackson a hot dog while he's still on the pogo stick. Right. It's like we have to remember. So we can tap to... back into the B plot real quick for a second without having to actually do it. Mm-hmm. And Miley's plan is for her and Lily to dress up like a boy band and act like the song that they've been writing is their song and pretend like Robbie Ray stole it from them to make the Jonas Brothers mad at him. What if you had a friend who always did this? Like, okay, like, what if I came to you and I had a problem? Like, this is what we're going to do. We're going to put wigs on. <laughs> we're going to pretend to be other people so we can solve this problem. Maybe one time I'd be like, I'll go with it. But by time four or five, I'd be like, I'm done with this, man. You can't keep doing this. I'm done with this. Do you think this It same never person- works out. We always get caught. I'm done. <laughs> Do you think the same person that, because so then we cut to um, 
this like running gag that the Jonas Brothers are playing like marshmallow tag. They're shooting marshmallow. Oh my god, the marshmallow tag scenes lived in my head red for years. So I they're shooting like marshmallows at each other, and so they're in the way Nick. So you like you see the Jonas Brothers. like shooting marshmallows at each other and the way Nick dives I was like his back his poor back that must have hurt Kevin's back hurts from carrying this episode right they gave Kevin a lot of lines I know Kevin is like the only one really acting here because he because he's like well they don't let me lead so might as well (laughs) this is my moment well, Miley and Lily are in this guy drag taking the page from the Amanda Bynes School of Acting. The delivery and the looks are so She's the Man-esque. Like, they clearly watched She's the Man before they filmed this. So they're, like, in... They're supposed to be, like, rock rockers. And so they told um, the Jonas... Someone told the Jonas Brothers that Rob, meet Robbie early at the recording studio. So they walk in ready to meet Robbie and like start shooting marshmallows. And it turns out it's Miley and Lily in a disguise as a rock band. And I texted Becca that Miley made me laugh this episode, her line delivery. And Becca's watching at a different time. And she texts me, she goes, when is this line delivery? I said, okay, it wasn't because the line was funny. (laughs) It's because the way Miley tries to lower her voice as this character she lowers it so low at one point she can barely get the line out and i just started laughing she's like oh yeah because you see them a little bit before and they're like trying to because lily Lily says something and then miley's like guy voice because lily's like oh my gosh i can't wait to meet the jonas brothers and he's like lily you gotta do the guy voice (laughs) um but like right before they actually got into the marshmallow fighting scene was a quick touch in with the B plot. This is where Rico <laughs> starts to mess with Jackson. As where Jackson each. says he has to pee and asks Rico to open the bathroom for him. And Rico's like, oh, I'll do it for half your money, which is $2,500. And is it like, Rico rich? Right. Rico's just I'm a done. Rico is a turd. He has no reason to exist. And I hate every breath that he breathes. Um, but he spills a glass of water and is like tempting Jackson to pee or whatever. And then so Jackson goes into the bathroom and hops out and is like nothing but bowl. And there's toilet paper on the pogo stick. Ha Ew. ha ha ha. But nothing then, but bowl. That's what he says. You nasty. In a different like, there's like a brief transition, and then Jackson is still hopping, and Rico comes over, throws a full bucket of water on him. And gives him a thumbs up and walks away. And I can't fr- I can't figure out why he would have done that. What was the reason? Because to distract him. To distract him? Was he like, oh, are you thirsty? Is it because he was sweaty? Did he want to make it's him pee again? Probably I all. Don't understand I don't understand. I don't think it was to help him. Because well, Rico, Rico never wants to help Jackson. It doesn't matter. When uh, <laughs> the Jonas Brothers are talking to... Miley and Lily, who introduce themselves as Milo and Otis. Well, according to well, of course the classic. You for, when someone asks you forget, your name, yeah. you forget you you forget you're in disguise. So Miley goes, "I'm Milo," <laughs> <laughs> and, and and Lily goes, "And I'm Otis." Do you know what that reference is to? I do. <laughs> I, I at my point in life, I had no idea what that meant. 
But apparently, like, but it was one of those things where the audience laughed. And I'm like, I guess that should be It's probably a joke that was more for maybe the parents that were watching. So for those of you who don't know, there's this movie called The Adventures of Milo and Otis. Um, And it came out... (laughs) For all the Hannah Montana fans out there, who I know they know (laughs) this reference, the movie came out in, like, the 80s. 1986, to be exact. So you're telling me this... The backstory of why Miley's annoyed that Lily said her name was Otis is because Miley, I guess, is a big fan of this 80s movie about <laughs> I'm farm animals. I'm sure Robbie Ray one night was like, Miley, get down here. We're watching what I named you after. But then in her head, this is what I'm saying. In her head, Lily just said Otis. She's like, crap. The Jonas Brothers know that we're Milo and Otis and that famous 80s movie is Milo and Otis. They're going to put two and two together. And they're going to figure it out because I know the Jonas Brothers love the adventures of Milo and Otis. I just <laughs> or maybe know. they just think it was funny. I don't know. And no, it's just fun. Like, the way I'm like, this, the reference would, did not land. Right. I don't think anyone watching Disney Channel at the time. Well, the Three mean- Stooges reference from earlier also didn't land because not an audience member laughed at that. Yes, but I knew what the Three Stooges were at that age. I don't think but I, I did. I do now, but I don't think I did then. Um, But anyway, Miley's delivery of um, Lily's name that she picks. She's like, yeah, we're Milo and Otis. (laughs) Which is a classic Miley, like, annoyed face. The the Miley hiss. Um, Then, like, Lily forgets something and says, you're so hot. And the Jonas yeah. Brothers start to back out of the room because, you know, no homo and all that. It's 2007 there was a lot after of all. Like, there was a lot of like, these are, this kind of goes back to our Disney War on One Joe's um, story. <laughs> There's a lot of things that like, especially, I don't know if this is just this episode or maybe more Hannah Montana episodes where like, those are girl things. Yeah. And these are guy things. It's very much an early Disney Channel joke or like when someone is in disguise as a man and tells another man they're hot and they're like, oh, I mean, ooh. But like this very, like episode is, is very much like Miley's worried that now that uh, Robbie Ray has made friends with the Jonas Brothers, she's, he's not going to want to write songs for a female artist. And but that's Miley's, why she's like, I gotta be bold. Miley's save when um, Lily goes, you're so hot. And then Miley goes, on the charts! <laughs> <laughs> on the charts! And she says, you're burning up. Great which save. Foresha- which is foreshadow? Burning up wasn't out yet. So, f- for some reason, like, they stay in a conversation with the Jonas Brothers, and they convince them to stay and listen to their song. Where they just get in there and badly play the chorus of We Got the Party that Robbie we got Ray the has party. written. Which, keeping up the canon of Lily being a bad singer, because do you know what the episode right before this is? No. The episode right before this is the episode where Lily wants to record a CD for her mom, but she's really, really bad. <gasps> really? And Miley like, yeah, because I, it made me think of that episode to hear Lily singing bad again, and then I looked it up, and it's liter- it's the episode right before. Yeah. So oh, they were so just like one, two. In case you forgot. In case you forgot, Lily. Lily can't is sing. a terrible singer. So they get mad, and like Kevin's really mad because Kevin, Kevin gets the speech. <laughs> right. Yeah. Kevin's like our bad guys. Sorry. That's that's well, Joe, isn't it? Well, Joey. And then when Joey. Nick goes, I shared my nachos with that guy. Yeah, because they're so upset that Nick Robbie thinks pertru- he is doing something with his nachos line. Like they're like. They're when I tell you they're ready to 
burn Robbie Ray at the stake. They the way, are. Especially the way Kevin's saying it. Kevin is mad. Like, if this was a Disney show, Kevin would, if this wasn't a Disney show, Kevin would be dropping F-bombs. <laughs> Being like, are you kidding me? Are you kidding me? Um, I mean, this scene alone, I think, is the is the best acting they've ever done. All side of them, note. All three of them. Side note, do you think when Miley tried on the the wig for the Milo and Otis disguise, she was like, I'm loving the short blonde haircut on me. I should do this in the future. <laughs> do you think this is why? Maybe. <laughs> oh, my God. Because it, it looks just like her haircut she had in Bangers. If she posted a picture to confirm... Confirm the confirm. I would lose my head. Miley, could you confirm the confirmation, please? There's Thanks. also just like twice in this episode when Nick says something, Joe whacks the shit out of him. <gasps> yeah, there's a lot of like uh, hitting Nick for yeah, no well, reason. Well, there's two specific instances where Nick says something and Joe wallops him, but his head like, woof, like he's he's taking he's taking damage. Yeah, he's taking some blood to, force trauma. I will have to say. I love to say um, when, like, Miley and Lily, as Milo and Otis, uh, like, perform, we got the party, and they talk to the Jonas Brothers, they're like, are we cool guys? Like, yeah, we're cool. We're cool, man. And the way Lily, like, hugs all of them, that was funny to me. It was. But, and they're like, um, oh, Robbie... and Nick go- wait, wait, and Nick goes, was it me or did he smell really good? <laughs> That's when he gets walloped by Joe. Right. Man, no but, homo, Nick. Come on. <laughs> but then, but then Robbie, Robbie enters the building. Robbie comes in, and the Jonas Brothers start squabbling upon him like little chickens. But we don't hear him. No, we don't get to hear any of it. Although I really wish we did, because our point of view is from Miley and Lily. Like, yeah, Miley at and them. Lily are hiding in the in the studio because they can't get out. Yeah, and they're like, well, you know, maybe maybe they're not talking. Maybe they're not going to talk to him. Maybe they're going to be so mad they're not going to talk to him. And that's when she looks up and they're squabbling. Yeah, every time they look up, it just keeps getting worse and worse. And then she so comes like, back down and it's like, well, you know, they're talking, but maybe they're not talking to him about us. And when they poke up, all of the Jonas Brothers have turned their Salem witch trial attitudes straight to Miley and Lily because they are like dead-eyed, fingers pointed, locked on them. Now they're ready to take the burning of the stake to Milo and Otis. So that secret is out. But then we we wrap up our B-plot with Jackson jumping on the thing. Rico is timing him. He's so close to finishing, and he can't do it anymore, and he falls. He hits the ground. Everybody's disappointed. And then Rico says, oh, you hopped into history four hours ago. I just wanted to see how long you would go. And Jason Earls goes, what? (laughs) A classic. (laughs) A classic Jackson reaction. I remember that. What? Which means he's been on a pogo stick, in that case, for 24 hours. Or was it he pa- he hit he thought he hit 20? He thought he did not make 20. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah you're right. But Rico right. So, reveals that he's gone on for four extra hours, so he's now at 24 hours. How'd he sleep? I guess he didn't. Was he just on the beach for full? There's no you way. You can't sleep in pogo sticks, sir. It's against the law. <laughs> And then, like, Jackson is trying to wobble after Rico and catch him. And I'm just like, Jackson better not give this little boy a red scent. Don't <laughs> follow up on your word. A... Well, what do you say? He's, like, going to give... I have the biggest wedgie of all time. That he needs to get surgically removed. Which is so true. 
Because like we... I said, like I said before, the first shot of Jackson in that suit was skin tight. It was scandalous. That's a. And then we cut Jason to was. a moment that I used to think about often, because I wanted this to be me. Miley sulking. Miley sulking on the little tiny half roof. On the roof. The little <laughs> tiny half roof that's like right outside of their deck. In like a baggy hoodie, pajama pants, and Uggs, and her lips are glossed into oblivion. She, in this it's scene. like it's like when you're upset and you want people to know you're upset. So like you go into your room, you're like, "Hi guys." <sighs> yeah, she's <sighs> hamming it up. But like every time she looks upward, her lips in this scene were so like wet and shiny. It was really and of course, weird. of course, Robbie comes to check on her. And this is like a weird thing I noticed that Robbie always loves to wear his sunglasses on top of his head. I think <laughs> it's just another way to keep his hair out of his face. But it's just a funny thing. He comes and out so, there yeah. and is like, is Hi, that darling. when she was like, don't worry, I've already like Hannah called the Jonas Brothers and told them that she hired Milo and Otis and it was all a prank. So right. you could just go and hang off with hang out with your new best friends now. And Robbie Ray goes, all right, see you. <laughs> right she's like daddy daddy <laughs> what was the end of the episode <laughs> that'd be great daddy Ooh, oh, whoa, whoa. Uh, on the next episode of hannah montana daddy's going on tour with the jones brothers <laughs> it's a whole hannah season montana has to fend for herself and it's just miley on the street in her blonde wig going spare change spare song Spare change. Can anyone spare, spare me a lyric? <laughs> um, so we get a classic father-daughter, literally, moment. Of course, we have to. And, like, Miley gets the uh, the confirmation that he, she, she's the number one person in Robbie Ray's life, and no one else can have that spot, not even in a work setting. And let me just say... Why? I The song rips, and I wouldn't want it any other way. Right. But in this world, why does Miley, after being a freaking brat for this entire week, get rewarded by being put on the song with the Jonas Brothers? Right. If I was Robbie Ray, I'd be like, oh, Miley, I got to punish you. You can't be on the song. <laughs> you can't be on the song. You don't get Jones the feature. Brothers. Oh, daddy. Sorry, Miles. But come on, guys, tell me. <laughs> the Jonas Brothers featuring Robbie Ray. <laughs> but then um, the song would be totally different because Robbie Ray could like buy them beer and sneak them into a club. You're so right. But yeah, the conversation is just all about Miley was just worried that if Robbie s- starts riding with the Jonas Brothers, he would spend all his time writing for them, which means oh, yeah. she-, she would never have time to write for Hannah. And then he would be gone and forget about miley too and so which is when he says the, the joe i can't put my arm around any of the Jonas brothers and call him my little girl well i could but it would be very weird okay you're <laughs> off book i've seen this episode many many times <laughs> um and then so they kind of like come to uh like i guess robbie says i'm sorry i guess i don't think he said i'm sorry he was just kind of did. like you will always be yeah my daughter i mean no he has what. nothing to apologize for he's doing a yeah. job yeah i don't think he apologized he shouldn't and i don't think and miley don't guilt trip him but being then like, the song 
Well, at first, Robbie's like, well, it stinks you don't like them because I had the idea of doing a Hannah Montana Jonas Brothers collaboration. And Miley's, and then all of a sudden, Miley's tune changes. Yeah. It's like, oh, well, I didn't say, I said, I don't want you working with them. I never said them not, they can't work with me. I'm like, okay, Miley, you make right. the rules around here. Well, lucky for but us. All is forgiven when the song hits. Oh, my God, this song. I This song, only the live version of this song is on Spotify, I think. Or maybe I just like the live version better from the Best think, of Both Worlds concert. I think the live version is the only one. Okay, probably. Because I was listening to that um, the day that it was announced that Donald Trump would no longer be president. I played <laughs> We Got the Party With Us on repeat the entire day. Um, I mean, iconic line. Come on, guys. Tell me what we're doing. We're hanging we're, around when we could we, be all over the place. My favorite thing is, of course, it's iconic seeing the Jonas Brothers and Hannah Montana of course. recording together. But then you kind of see Robbie with the record, with the producer like, <laughs> I know. be like, hey, isn't this great? This is edited so weird, too, because it will just like cut from like a shot of Miley to a shot of Joe and they're in the same recording studio but each time it cuts to a new person there's a Hannah Montana like light transition or a flash transition. Yeah. It's very weird. They set it up more like a music video. They did. Because then there's a location change and they're on the beach performing this song live for everybody. Yeah. Um, But yeah it's Nick has that little like Nick Jonas voice he had back in the day. It's Friday month. (laughs) Do it. Should I do it right now? Yes. for For the people? I don't know if I've done it before, but I'll I do it again. I think you have. Okay. Well, for new listeners <laughs> and for old listeners, this is my uh, Nick Jonas impression. <clears throat> the sun is not- Wait, what's his line? And it's we got Friday, a party. but there's nowhere to go. Okay. It's Friday, but there's nowhere to go. <laughs> Anywhere it's go, but we're not going up. <laughs> It's, it's, a, it's a little. And you. Oh, it's all under me and you. It's a little like that. Turn and then that's when we get the, that's when we get into that transition. Yes. Of them at the the beach. I and love the how this song is about hopping around the town on a Friday night when you were a child because it's literally like turn this park into a club. Because we can't <laughs> be in the real clubs, we got to turn the playground into a rave. We had. To... <laughs> Turn this park into Studio 64. We got to have a skateboard for a limo. <laughs> <laughs> um, the way they uh, go down the, the little hill. Mm-hmm. And the, Miley was taken <laughs> one step at a time because she was going to fall. Oh Could you see God. that? Yes. She I also, like, I love when it like cuts to the shots of the crowd and you see like Jackson and Lily. Lily is out there dancing like she is disassociating. There's nothing <laughs> going on behind her eyes. Because she's at a club now. <laughs> she took some Molly. <laughs> she did Molly with Miley that night. <laughs> <laughs> um, and of course, this is like, this has no, it's not like, oh my gosh, Hannah Montana's on the beach. Miley's secret. That doesn't matter in this Point. No, of course that not. Doesn't, that doesn't matter in this thing. Because Rico's there, Jackson's dancing. Everybody's there. Everybody, except Robbie. He wasn't invited. Miley says, you can't come. Robbie had to stay behind and mix the final track while they went out and performed <laughs> the live version. Miley wouldn't allow it. She's like, you had it, your fun. It ends with like, when they're like, we got the party with us. And Miley points up to the sky and her finger glows like E.T. And it like glows out into a transition. Because <laughs> Hannah Montana so and the Jones... Because Hannah Montana and the Jones Brothers are home. 
to us. <laughs> and with that, Miley beamed them off the earth and they never were seen again. Um, what a collab. Okay, this. What do you think is more? Is more. Um, who's your Who's your favorite collaboration? Miley Cyrus and the Jonas Brothers, or Demi Lovato and the Jonas Brothers? Ooh, that's a rough that, and toughie because I really love this song. Because like the I Jonas really Brothers, love this song. <laughs> I feel like the Jonas Brothers go with Miley just as much as they go with Demi Lovato. It's true. Because you can like. And I love, as much as I love This Is Me with Joe's verse with the Gotta Find You, that's all Joe. Mm -hmm. This is the Jonas Brothers. And I don't know, like, I think just in terms of which song I listen to the most and which song gets me the most hype, it would be this one. Mm -hmm. Yeah. The, I would say the, the Demi Jonas Brothers collaboration has, has, they had together more things they did together. Mm -hmm. But Something about Miley and the Jonas Brothers feels different right? than the Demi and Jonas Brothers Like, collab. if I think of Jonas Brothers collabs, I think of Demi I first. think of Demi Votto. But yeah. there's a moment on the live track, which is on Spotify, because I've listened to it so many times. Miley, I think as Hannah at that point, introduces the song by going, oh, hey, guys, do you know if the Jonas Brothers have left the building yet? <laughs> and the whole crowd is like, Wah! and then the song starts, which <laughs> me too. I'd be out there screaming my head off. Speaking of screaming her the head off, Miley at the end. We got the body. We got, got the, the body. body. Um, and then we get one last like little post credit scene kind of of <laughs> Hannah Montana and Robbie Ray. Because Hannah Montana has to be in Hannah Montana gear if she's going out in public. Right. And now that her and the Jones brothers are friends, they're all playing marshmallow guns. Right. And they're sneaking around the recording studio trying to nab the Jonas Brothers. And Miley is in heels, which I feel like is dangerous for a game like this. Hannah, no, Hannah, Hannah Montana is always in high heels. That's why when she was going down the sand in she the music wobbling. video part, she was wobbling because Miley's like, I'm about to bust my ass <laughs> in front of the Jonas Brothers. I know, but like, imagine if Nick was really pelting her with marshmallows and she tried to run away. She would roll her ankle instantly <laughs> in the heels that she's wearing. She's like, not me. She goes, not me being embarrassed from my crush. But they burst in, and I guess they don't look before they shoot because they end up shooting like a soul choir. Yeah, and Robbie's like, sorry, guys. And, and Miley they're singing goes, When the Saints Go Marching In. And Miley goes, yeah. keep on marching. She's like, keep on marching in. Uh, and then they're like, where are they? They prom- And Robbie's like, I don't know. They promised they'd be here. And all of a sudden, Joe enters the scene like a golem. <laughs> And, and we he goes, always keep our promises. <laughs> right. This is Joe's and, villain era, this scene. <laughs> um, and then Miley, another reference to the Jonas Brothers. Um, I, goes, this episode is so topical. <laughs> yeah. This is a Star Wars reference. And she goes, careful, daddy. It's Return of the Jonai. And then Which, that's how. The, I laughed. Like when, when It's a Laugh Productions came up, I was like, it was a laugh. It was a laugh. This time production. it was a laugh. This time it was a laugh production. <laughs> um, yeah, and that was the end of the Jonas Brothers Hannah Montana episode. One, yeah. Probably one of the most famous Hannah Montana Absolutely. episodes, and the last Pro- staple in that particular night of premieres. Yeah, and that it was bed for me. <laughs> Nothing but sweet dreams after <laughs> my four hours. Straight hour. to bed for me. Straight to bed for me. <laughs> Nothing but sweet dreams. I mean, after that, that was an extravaganza back in the day. 
Yeah. It'd be like that that sound that's going around on TikTok right now that was like, this day has drained me. (laughs) (laughs) When did when did the Sweet Life High School Musical episode premiere? Was it that same night, but before? I don't think so. Because why does that always get lost in the anniversary? It came out August (gasps) twelfth. Mere days before. My God, August 2007 had something in the water. Literally, we had Jonas Brothers album, High School Musical Extravaganza, Phineas and Ferb, uh, Hannah Montana. All this good stuff. All this the great mouse stuff. was ranking in the dough at this he point. He was. Um, but, of course, Hannah Montana, Jonas Brothers episode is iconic. Like Becca said, she can rattle off some of the script right off the top of her head. Of course. So this is a perfect time to welcome back a segment we haven't done in a while. And what a perfect time to do it for this iconic episode of Hannah Montana and Jonas Brothers. It's time for You're Reading Disney Channel. You're reading Disney Channel. I'm already off book. (laughs) (laughs) You're Reading Disney Channel is a segment we like to do here when we are discussing a specific TV show, episode, or movie. And since we're talking about the Hannah Montana episode, me and Mr. Jonas and Mr. Jonas and Mr. Jonas, we will be um, reading a scene from that particular episode. So this scene is what the climax, the the post um, scheme, if you will, uh, where Miley is sulking and Robbie Ray finds her on top of the roof. Question mark? Not really sure. <laughs> the half roof in her Uggs. The half roof in her Uggs. So, that is what happened. Miley's in her feels. Becca, would you like to be Robbie or Miley? I think I just want to hear more of your Robbie Ray impression. It's I'm so honored. good. I just... I'm, it's, I'm honored. I'm honored. Okay. So, like I said, I will be playing the role of Robbie Ray Stewart. And... Becca will be playing the dramatic role of Miley <laughs> Stewart. This is a dramatic scene. It is a dramatic scene. So, are you ready? Yes. And action. Hey, Mal. I guess you know we're going to have to talk about this sooner or later. Don't worry, Daddy. Hannah already called the Jonas Brothers and told them that she hired Milo and Otis and it was all a prank. So you can run off and go play air hockey with your new best friends. I'm sure it's a lot more fun than hanging around with Born old me. Okay, so you... Daddy! Honey, you can't seriously be jealous of me spending time with the Jonas Brothers. You're having so much fun writing for them. And that song you wrote's really good. They're just gonna keep wanting more, Dad. And then other people will. And then... And I won't have time for Hannah Montana. Or Miley. Now, darling, let me tell you something. You know, I could write a hundred songs for those boys. But there's only one thing I can't do. That's put my arm around them and say, they're my little girl. Well, I could, but it'd be extremely weird. So you're not bored with me? Bored with you? I love writing songs for Hannah Montana. Almost as much as I love being Molly's daddy. You know, it's a shame. You didn't like those boys, though, because I had this vision about getting them in hand. Hold on, Pops. I said I didn't like them spending so much time with you. Now with me, that would be off the hook. Get it? Off the hook. 
And scene. Oh, the fish hook joke that they just kept hammering in in this episode. Off the hook. Uh, this episode, it, like I said, it's, this way it's structured was, it's kind of felt like when Dolly Parton would come on, it felt right. like this is Dolly's episode. Nothing else matters if you're not in the Dolly, like, you know what I mean? It was a special occasion. Um, so what's the Disney Channel lesson we learned today? The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is if a collaboration comes into your life, keep an open mind. Ooh, I like that. I like that. Um, I think my Disney Channel lesson is if you're in disguise and someone asks you for your name, Please remember you're in disguise <laughs> and come up with a name and don't accidentally go, oh. Ma, low. Just say, like, th- that should be like when you're ready to scheme, you that should come way before you get your disguises. Our Disney Channel girls could learn well from that lesson. Right. See, if they take a note from the Raven book of disguises, when is Raven? when did Raven ever be like, My name's right, Mund? Uh, I would say at least once. Really? I'll have to go back. Well, to quote Hannah Montana, in reference to that, everybody makes mistakes. Nobody's perfect. Yeah. Um, Becca, if people want to find out uh, how you got the party, where can they find you? You can find me having the party on Instagram and Twitter at Heyo, it's Becca, H-E-Y-O. You can find me on TikTok at uh, it's Becca's Records now. I'm trying Ooh. something. I don't know if it's going to work, but we're rolling with it. Uh, you can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Becca Stogner, while I decide what to continue doing with that. And you can also check out my other podcast, Youth Group Survivor Support Group, to the time travelers who already do. Thank you so much. We see you out there. Um, and we are YGSSG Podcast on the socials. Yeah, and if you want to uh, keep up to date um, with me and see where I get the party, how I got the party, you can find me at Real Hunter Martin on Instagram, Twitter, H Cameron Martin. And if you want to keep up to date on all things Time Machine Podcast, you can follow us on all the social medias. We're on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. Just type in the Time Machine Podcast. You'll find us. Uh, rate and review us. Leave us a review and rate us on Apple Podcasts. That'd be amazing. Give us five stars on Spotify if you ever so kindly would. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, follow us on social media. We love talking to you guys on all forms of that. DM us. Uh, tell us what you like. Tell us what you don't like. Tell us what you want to hear. Tell us what you don't want to hear. Tell us what you want to hear more of. Because we want you guys just to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it. All right, guys. Next week is a special time because I know. going to be in Nashville. So we are getting to record in person for the first time, I think, since um, since we, we started, started the this. podcast. We just haven't, I just haven't been there long enough where we can set a time to um, do something. Right. You know? But um, um, I'm excited. It should be a fun time. We have something a little fun and goofy planned. Uh, yeah. So, yeah. This is our version of Hannah Montana, Jonas Brothers finally being in the same room. <laughs> this is uh, our so. Avengers Assemble. Are you... Hannah, or am I the Jonas Brothers? I guess we'll have to find out. Are you more Milo, or am I more Otis? (laughs) Stop. All right. Okay, until next time. (laughs) We will see you later, time travelers. Always buck your seatbelts.